I've been telling you guys about Bull & Branch sheets because they are literally the softest, most comfortable sheets you will ever sleep on. And with the holidays coming, they're the perfect, most thoughtful gift. Because when you get Bull & Branch sheets, you're giving something everyone wants but rarely gets. It's a perfect night's sleep. Bull & Branch makes it easy. They have free shipping and they come beautifully packaged in a gorgeous gift box so you don't even have to gift wrap. Pick up a set of Bull & Branch sheets for yourself, maybe for your guest room, to get your house ready for the holidays. We all have company on the holidays. These are 100% organic cotton sheets, which means they start out super soft and get even softer over time. Plus, they last longer. Everyone loves Bull & Branch sheets. They have thousands of five-star reviews, and even three U.S. presidents have slept on Bull & Branch sheets. That is why Bull & Branch lets you keep them for 30 nights. And if you're not thrilled, just send them back for a full refund. Right now, for our listeners, order at BullAndBranch.com and get $50 off a set of sheets. That's $50 off at BullAndBranch.com, promo code PODCAST1, BullAndBranch.com, spelled B-O-L-L, and Branch.com, promo code PODCAST1, BullAndBranch.com, promo code PODCAST1. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. So, uh, we have Laurel House, relationship expert, author, mother, and my friend coming in soon to talk about everything relationships. She was also a co-star of mine on Famously Single last year on the E! Show. And I can't wait to talk to her and get her advice. It's going to be therapy for free for me. You're unique. You don't walk like everyone else. You don't talk like everyone else. So you don't sleep like everyone else either. So why is your mattress one size fits all? Because a truly customized mattress will cost you five to $10,000. Who can afford that? Well, that was until now. Go to helixsleep.com, answer a few simple questions, and they'll run a 3D biomechanical model of your body through the proprietary algorithms they developed with the help from the world's leading ergonomics and biomechanic experts. Let's dumb it down. Basically, there's just sleep scientists. That's a lot of words for a blonde person to say. The result? The most comfortable mattress you'll have ever slept on. Helix customers report a 30% improvement in overall sleep quality, and for couples, they customize each side of the mattress. Your mattress arrives at your door in about a week, and shipping is completely free. That is why everyone from GQ Magazine to Forbes are all talking about Helix Sleep. You'll have 100 nights to try it out. That's over three months, and if you don't love it, they'll pick it up for free and give you a full refund, no questions asked. Go to helixsleep.com slash podcast and get $50 off your order. That's helixsleep.com slash podcast. That's helixsleep.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brandy Glenville Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with my friend, Laurel House. She's also a relationship expert and the star of Famously Single. And you guys just shot your second season. I actually was not part of the second Wait, season. What? Nope. Wait, that's not what I was told. <laughs> Why? So I didn't know that. Alec. Oh, Alec? Yeah. That's insane. It's before it started. So maybe that he thought. No, the whole time I was not going to do it. Really? Mm -mm. 
Why? So why is that? So why? On Tell, air, why? Yeah, or, on air, why? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I just there were other opportunities that I felt made more sense for me, right. and I felt like. Darcy was fantastic and is really, I mean, she is the star of that show. And I wanted her to, to really, to be that. And right. um, I had some other things that were options for me to go down different paths. Well, that's good. So that's what I'm doing. So yes. tell us. Robert is back on the show, though, I believe, for moments. Well, I know that um, Callum was doing it again. Yeah. So, and he was texting me the whole time, and he's like, you have to come. He was? Well, yeah, not like, not like flirting, but he's like, oh, yeah, come and, you know, they really want you to come and have lunch. I'm like, give um, me the money. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, like, I don't work for free. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? That's interesting. <laughs> and huh. I was like, oh, well, I go, they're having you reach out to me. They need to talk to my agent. That's interesting. Yeah. No, I was just like, hmm. And then I was going to meet up with Darcy and have dinner once, but the kids got sick and I had to move it around. And I didn't end up talking to her the entire time they were shooting. I did speak with Callum and he said it was a completely different experience this time. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was, it's a different, it's a different style show and I just, it, it didn't make sense for me to be part of it. And I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And I've already seen some gossip about hookups and things. Oh, I'm sure. So. <laughs> I think it's going to be completely different just just on the based on the fact that they have different people in the house. Right. Different personalities. Yeah. And, and I think that the dynamic is different anyway. It's, right. And, and part of that is because of you and Callum. And, <laughs> and you. And, but, and Aubrey. And right. how it was, it was, the, there were hookups on the show, right. which, which initially wasn't the intention the point of the show was not for you guys to all get together internally right. it was for you to go out and meet people on, in the outside world <laughs> and that didn't prove to happen so it seems like the show you guys right. sort of changed the show Right, but I, I, again, that wasn't the the. It wasn't the intention. No, it wasn't the intention. <laughs> but when you're moved into a house with a bunch of other people, and you're automatic, it's like a relationship, regardless. Right in the moment, yes. Whether it's like going to be a friendship or something more, or you're going to hate the other people, it's going to happen. And but that's very bachelor-ish, right? Yes. I mean, that's the, why the concept of the bachelor works so well yeah. is because you are in this house and all you're thinking about is relationships. Well, <laughs> if all you're thinking about is relationships, you're going to then apply that thought process to the person who's right in front of you. Of course. Whether they're a match for you or not. Right. So <laughs> usually they're not. Right. Let's just be clear. Yes, but that's, that's the point. Right. When you're so focused and you're not thinking about working out, you're not thinking about your business in other areas, you're not thinking about as much your kids, you're not thinking about all of the other stresses in your life, all you're thinking about is, is love, Right. then you're going to find it right? right you put your mind to something and it happens well it's true. yeah it's funny because out of all of the people in the house the one that i really remain close with is samaya and her and i were about to kill each other like from day one and we always text and stay in touch and we went out to mexican food last time she was here and she stayed over at my house with oh her my girlfriend God. yeah and it's like she's a doll and i actually really love her and it's just so odd that we go in fighting. It took us a long time. Oh my God, that to- first fight too was 
Oh my God. I, I was standing outside watching because that was yeah. when I was undercover. And yeah. And what's interesting is Samaya and I also stay in touch. She's, she's the she's only the person who I. Really it's her. She's so great. She's a real human being. She she's is. so nice. And has she's a gigantic kind. She heart. Yeah. And just, you would never, I mean, like, I don't think anyone would ever realize that her and I are actually friends now. We stay in touch. And like, when I'm in New York, I call her and vice versa. And coming out of that, I, I really, like, going into it, I was like, I want to beat the shit out of this girl. Yeah. And she's, I'm not knowing, by the way, she's been involved in gangs. I don't know what I was thinking with right. my tall, oh, skinny Oh, my ass. God. I know. When you, what did you pull off your jacket my or your earrings. earrings? I was like, all right, girl. <laughs> hey, let's do this. Like, I'm like, oh, wow. I go, Samaya, uh, I didn't realize I would have died. Yeah. But at least I was going out fighting. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that was um, but was she's happy now, which is, is so great. And she has an amazing girlfriend, I and I just her, yeah. I love their relationship. And they have a new show that's coming out. Yes. So I mean, yeah. good things happen to good people, yes. and I think it's great that she like she makes a point of staying in touch. Yeah, and I you know, and I love all the other people, and the only person I really text with is Callum on not that often, but we still stay in touch. Hey, you know, I'm going to be here on this date and. Whatever it I is, was wondering but, when you guys would finally cut that cord. Um, it's not. Well, we're definitely. It was never really a relationship. No, I mean, but there wasn't. was heart in that. Yeah, but I think it was more of like you know, and because of the time and place, totally. or it never would have happened. The experience, yeah. And really, it was more of a text relationship, a friendship. It, yeah. it really was not. It was only physical in the house, and we didn't hook up in the house. Like huh. we kissed, and we like snuggled I hate that word I know but there was no SEX on my part in that house huh so it was like a relationship well I mean oh, there was okay. I mean and with other other couples, other couples were doing <laughs> it like right around the corner from god, me but that must have been just so awkward I thank god was not there for that and I she was just telling me like we were doing it and Jessica came and sat on the bed oh my god I'm like how did first of all you're not moving <laughs> when you're doing it like how and making noise it doesn't seem like fun and, sex like you're just sitting there like going ha 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 we're doing it that's jessica actually came and sat on the bed while they were having sex yeah wow i was like oh really okay where was i, I, was, asleep. I was asleep i don't know that did an air i i was like just in shock that that was even going down when we we're sharing rooms i was just like wait there's four beds and yeah four but, guys. but think about so i remember when i was in college and I had a roommate, and I definitely had sex with my boyfriend very quietly when there my no roommate TV was cameras. in the room. That's that's a good that point. That takes it to a whole that's different level. That's a very level. good point. I mean, I've definitely, probably, allegedly had sex with someone <laughs> where there were people in the, in the same room, allegedly, <laughs> but there were definitely not cameras involved. Yeah. So that you're just, aware of? No, <laughs> definitely not. No, yeah. Back Ooh. then, it wasn't. There exactly. were cameras. Not, thank exactly. God, back then. My God. Not, yeah. And it's not something I would do now because everyone has a camera on them at all times. I know. And it's like, it's crazy. That's, you can't do anything. That is scary, actually. It is. Yeah. I mean, you can't you you can't do anything. You have to constantly be thinking about what you're doing, saying, etc. And it, it kind of is good in a way that it gives us accountability. 
where you can't be an asshole all the time. Yeah, it does. It keeps you in check. But the problem is that you can't be completely yourself. You can't be totally vulnerable. You can't completely let go because they might be reporting on it. And, And an essential component of a relationship and the building of the relationship, the foundation, is about being totally vulnerable. And if you can't do that because you're afraid that you're going to say the wrong thing and they're going to go to social media and post some nasty thing about you, it's hard. It makes it hard to establish real substantive relationships. Real connections. Yeah. And I think that that's why so many relationships are, stay very, very superficial. Think about this. Underwear is the first thing you put on and the last thing you take off, if you take it off at all. Well, hopefully if you shower, you take it off, then yeah, most of us shower. Some of us don't, like my children. But why would you settle for anything less than the best filling underwear on the entire planet? That's where MeUndies comes in. It focuses solely on producing the most comfortable underwear ever experienced. My friends at MeUndies sent me a few pair a while back, and now I really honestly can't imagine wearing anything else. Unless, of course, it's like a performance situation, then I'll wear something else. It really does make each day that much better. For the price of two cocktails, yes, I do drink, <laughs> so I know what cocktails cost, MeUndies will deliver your new favorite pair of underwear right to your doorstep, better day guaranteed. You can try them on, and if they aren't the most comfortable, best-filling underwear you have ever had, they'll refund you your money and let you keep that first pair for free. Because let's be honest, they don't want them back after you've tried them on. Included in the price is the sweet touch of Modal. It's a special fabric made with the best-in-class raw materials that are scientifically proven to be three times softer than cotton. These uber cozy undies are sold exclusively on the MeUndies website, where you'll enjoy free shipping in the United States and Canada. And for a limited time, everyone in my audience gets 20% off their first order, but you have to go to our special URL, MeUndies.com slash brandy. With the MeUndies Better Day Guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So don't wait any longer. Go to MeUndies.com slash brandy right now for 20% off your first order. That's MeUndies.com slash brandy. I mean, now you're a relationship expert. Do you have someone in your life right now? (laughs) I'm dating. Oh, good. Yes. How's the baby? He's so good. How old is he? Two, how he's old is 19 he months. Oh my God. And he runs and he says so many words. <laughs> and it's a, the only problem is that he's really, he's picking up, it's the, that transition period right. where he starts to repeat words. And so the other day, this is so not like sexy to talk about at all, but I, we're doing potty training. Yes. And so the other day I had him on the toilet and he said he had to go potty, so we went to the potty, and he sat on it, and he grunted, and nothing happened. So I took him <laughs> off of the potty, and then put away his little thing, went into the hallway, and he was shitting on the carpet. Oh. And so I looked at him and yelled, shit! And he looks at me and yells, shit! I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, time to change the language, Laurel. It's, there's nothing you can do about it, though, because you don't realize once they start to pick it up. I know, and that was the moment when he started to pick it up. Oh so, but they, it, I mean, it was a fact. He was shitting, so it was not necessarily a curse word, right. more of that is what shit is. So yes, there we and go. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I remember when Mason was two, and he's 13 now. It's crazy. I walked into he, he was just like waddling around with this cute. I always let them run around naked. I walked into my bedroom and I'm like, this place is a fucking disaster. 
because the housekeeper had been there. Oh, we were out of town and it wasn't clean. I was pissed. And he's like, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? No. What? <laughs> you know, I stuck a toothbrush uh, in his mouth because my husband at the you time. You did you seriously? I was like, here, because I didn't want, not in a bad way. I just said, here, brush your teeth. I didn't want him repeating it again when Eddie oh, came in because okay. Eddie was always like, you need to watch your language. Okay. You need to watch your language. Yes. I'm like, I can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at that point, teeth. too, the words sound a little bit strange. So fucking might just sound like, <laughs> fahey. <laughs> I was just like, okay, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. The life changes. It is. Yeah. No, so tell me what's going on with your career and everything. I'm coaching. I have really interesting dating coaching clients all over the world. And I have been doing some, um, a lot of career coaching actually, because clients come to me for the basis of dating. They're having a hard time with their dating life. And then we start exploring that and realize that there's also a confidence issue. And then there is a voicing your needs issue. And then there is a overall unhappiness issue. Because you have to be right with yourself before you can share your life with someone else. So you, so you're basically doing it all. You're fixing them first. And that's, that's, they don't realize that right. when they come to me because they want to find a boyfriend or a girlfriend <laughs> and then it ends up being all about everything else. Right. So now I'm actually, I have a married couple who I'm working with and I'm working with them individually on their businesses, have nothing to do about their relationship. Though what's interesting now is as we discuss their businesses, I'm also integrating a little bit of, well, how are you communicating with your right. wife about that and how to incorporate um, their partners into supporting them and sort of being their accountability partners in life so it's all I mean it's, it's all, all connected interchangeable. It really is. yeah it, it really I've I mean, I've done podcasts where I'm talking uh, to entrepreneur entrepreneurs about how dating and entrepreneurialism is this is very so similar. similar and you apply the same things to your dating life so it's it's been fascinating um I've I've a father-daughter client right now. So a guy who divorced his wife was the only person he'd ever been with. And they have a 26-year-old daughter. And I helped him to get back out there and get online dating. And he had to sort of work some kinks out where he had to date a lot of young people for a short period of time. Of course he did. We got that out of his system. And I was like reserving this one woman who I knew was right for him. And he had to, after he worked that all out, he met her. They're in so love. So you're they're setting them up as well. I set them up online or on apps. So I go online and I find people who I think are appropriate and I c- communicate with them on their behalf. Oh, um, nice. And so then he hired me to work with his 26-year-old daughter because he doesn't want her to make the mistakes that he, he made. made. So it's so oh. it's fascinating. Yeah. I was actually – we were with um, some friends in Mammoth this weekend and one of the guys was single – and I was like, give me your Tinder. And you did? I was going through. I'm like, why? He has an age. He's in mid-40s. Okay. And his age group for women went up to 28. Holy shit. That's what I, I was trying. Oh, my God. To, I said, you need to broaden your horizons. Like, you, what, what are you going to get from this besides just a hookup? But maybe that's the point. I mean, it's always yeah. about what's your dating purpose. So if your dating purpose is fun, then date whoever the hell you want. But if your dating purpose is to be in a committed monogamous relationship, then you have to shift your dating style. And clearly his dating style is not aligned with if it is his dating purpose to be in a relationship, right. they're mismatched. Well, I, I put the age up to 35 and yeah. then I matched for him a few people and he got a match. But I mean, we were in Mammoth for the weekend. It wasn't uh, going to really be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny because his best friend I'm dating... And we're the same age. And um, they just have such different ideas of yeah. 
what they want and and but see that's the thing is they probably do actually need the same thing it's just that the wants are coming out differently so right now he might think oh, i want to have fun and i want someone who's pretty and has a hot little body and is gonna make me happy and be simple and no drama but what do they actually need is gonna be something different and i i bet he has the same needs he just isn't aware of them or clear about them right now right. It's hard for me because I, you know, I'm a single parent. He's a single parent. Yeah. The guy I'm dating is a single parent. And I was sitting there and he's like, oh, I only like the young ones. And I just, I kind of want to go crazy Yeah. because it doesn't, it, it doesn't always, listen, I like, you know, tall, dark and handsome and they always shit on me. You know what right. I mean? Like the hottest guy in the room is not the guy that I need to be dating, even though my guy's hot. Don't get me wrong. But he's but a gentleman. But that's not what you, can, what you should be attracted, attracted to. to. I you need, need to, to be attracted to the other things that actually will satisfy your needs. Right. And I met the guy I'm dating on Tinder. Okay. And it was random. It was just, I thought it was cute that he had his kids in his picture. Yeah. Because that shows so much about a, a person that, they, listen, I'm a single dad. These two come first. And this is my life. And you know I what? That That's so actually sexy. an essential with app dating. And it's something that a lot of particularly single moms don't, don't do. do. I have so many clients who are single moms who are afraid to put, I have a kid, or they apologize for the fact that their life is a little bit complicated and they have a child. Instead of saying, I'm a proud single mom yeah. looking to you know figure out the next phase of my life, there should be no apology in your profile. It needs to be, this is who I am. I have a great life. Say one thing that's quirky about yourself. Yeah. Say that you're a mom and then end it with, I'm looking for something real. Right. And the reason why you have to say looking for something real or looking to figure out my next phase is to say, I am not here to just fuck you. Right. I'm here because I want something real. And I have clients who don't include any of that, hide the fact that they're a parent, and then they go on a date. And on the date, the guy's like, oh, you're a mom. I can't do that. I used to to be afraid to – I used to say it would be the second or third date before I would tell somebody. Oh, my God, Brandy. No, this was just in the beginning. Yeah. Before I would tell somebody that I had kids because – it's baggage, quote unquote baggage, yeah. which is not that in reality. But right. in that moment, that's how I felt like, oh God, this guy is not going to want to take care of somebody else's kids. But first of all, I don't want him taking care of my kids. That's not yes. what I'm signing up for. So after Famous Single, really, I I started on Tinder. It's the only dating app I've ever been on. And I huh. did it solely for like, I needed more info for my book yeah. material. Yeah. And I went on one date. It was horrific. And then the second date was with the guy I'm seeing now, and we just clicked. Yeah. And it was bizarre, but it's it was attached to my Facebook, my personal Facebook. Yes. So there's pictures of my kids all over it. Right. And at this point, obviously, people you can, you know, sometimes know who I am and that I do have kids. Right. And that I am outspoken, that I can be <laughs> a little crazy. Yeah. So they know what they're signing up for. And I felt so much safer knowing that this person still was like, Yes. Yes. Knowing that, you know, all of the shit that came with it. And that's essential. And it's really hard to be confidently vulnerable in that way, especially when we're looking at all of these men's profiles that say, like, no drama, no marriage, no kids. And when they say that, for me, it's like, well, fuck you. Like, right. believe me, you have a lot of drama. Yes. You just, it's just not about kids or exactly. exes. It's about other stuff. You have a ton of baggage. Everybody and you has drama. You have more than, than I do being a single mom. Right. So it's embracing that. And not and being totally unapologetic around it. Yeah, the whole no drama thing kind of makes me a little crazy because 
a lot of the times they won't see their drama. Yes. But they'll see that you're having a moment and say, gosh, I don't do drama. Yeah. Like, okay, well, sit and take, have a moment and look at what you surround yourself with and what goes on on your time. If I wasn't even here, yeah. there's drama, but it may not have to do with me, but you have your own set of drama. And the reality is at this age, you know, in that I'm 39 and my clients are, you know, all ages, but 30s, 40s, 50s for single women, we're dating these guys who have a lot of, they're going, oftentimes they're going through a transitional period also when it comes to their ability in the bedroom. And there's a lot of insecurity around that with guys. I I have so many clients who are dating a guy and the first couple of times they have sex, the guy gets soft or he can't come or there's something that's that's really blocking. And sometimes it's not a physical block. Like if they take a Viagra or something, it actually doesn't help. It's a mental block because their ex-wife is cheating on them or their ex did whatever it was. And there are so many damaged people out there right now. And we have to just realize that that's sort of the way it is. It goes to the territory. It, yes. like everyone's having midlife crises to an extent. And we're evolving and changing. And we're parents. And we have different things happening. I think that there, there there's drama. It is time. Yeah. Like, and guess what? If you're with a 20-year-old, it's going to be different drama. Right. She's going to want to get married. She's going to want the ring. She's going to want to have kids. And you already have kids. You're already like... It's it's going to exist no matter where you are. It's yes. how you handle it. Yeah. And, I, and I think that, you know, sometimes you just have to be willing to handle it. Because yeah. a lot of guys are like, oh, I don't do it, you know. Like, well, you know what? <laughs> but it's what kind of drama, what kind of baggage, what kind of experience are you bringing to the table? Because we all have it. Yeah. And it's – you can't just – flat say I'm not interested in drama or I'm not interested in a guy who has kids or a woman who has kids because the reality is I think that dating parents is the best yeah because of how much more especially with guys guys who are parents get it like I remember I was talking to a client of mine a dad he has a daughter and he said you know the difference between me and guys who don't have kids is that when a woman says to me I'm cold I'm like, all right, let's jacket, let's get you a sweater. Right. Whereas a guy who's not a dad, a woman says I'm cold and they're like, okay, buck up. Like, right. come on, right. stop complaining. Or same thing with I'm hungry or I have to pee. They're nurture. I mean, they've, they've they, had to and become they take it seriously because right. their daughter or their son has said, I'm cold, I'm hungry, I have to pee. And it's like, everything stops at that point. And I think too, <laughs> that when somebody's a single parent, and you're dating them, they get so much that these two little people in your life will always come before anyone else. Yeah. In, including them. Yes. That doesn't mean that, you know, you're not fully involved with them romantically. And romantically, they're going to come first. But as far as the kids go, my kids, his kids, they're going to be our first priority yeah. to to ourselves. Do you know what I mean? The other thing, though, that's important is having these real conversations when you very first start dating. I mean, I think that premarital counseling is great across the board, and I think that that should even be done before you get into the marriage Yikes. department <laughs> because it's about having real conversations. Yeah. It's about having conversations of how do you parent and what's what style do you do and how do you view yourself in truly 10 years? Are, do you want, are you at a place where you want to retire? What does retirement look like to you? What does 
vacation look like to you? What is your style of living and your choices? Because no matter how much chemistry and attraction there is, if your styles are different, right. you guys are not going to work long term. It's a nice fantasy, but the reality is it doesn't work. Yes. So having those very real conversations, I mean, I've dated guys who don't agree with my parenting style. And that's, you know, and I, I have a 19 month old. So yeah. that's hard for me because I still am very much in being a mom right now. And, and if a guy doesn't like the way that I parent, then he's out. And then, yeah. And, and I do, I do parent a little bit differently. I mean, I believe in attachment parenting, not totally attached, but my son does sleep in bed with me a lot and mm-hmm. I'm very much present in his life. I work from home. So, and for people, most people who don't know, I found out I was pregnant two weeks after my boyfriend and I broke <laughs> yes. up. So I've I been a this. single mom since uh, Day I got one. pregnant, yes. <laughs> which is a little bit different. It and, is. Yeah. I started dating when I had, when my son was three months, I which am, was, oh my God. Oh my God. It's crazy. I remember, oh my like, God, we especially with breastfeeding. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, you have a baby. Seriously? I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> well, I remember coming on the show and everyone was commenting about my boobs. Yeah, they were spectacular. I was, they were insane <laughs> yeah I was, they were i was heavily breastfeeding at the time we were all just staring at them like, they're gonna <laughs> they're like they're normal gonna pop now. out of you. They, like they're going to come oh out oh my god it was embarrassing no it was yeah. they were awesome oh, i enjoyed Jesus. them we I, all did i apologized for them <laughs> all of the time actually i remember i went on e on e news and the producer looked at me i had a tight dress on and she looked at my boobs like what the fuck is that and i literally was like i'm so sorry i'm breastfeeding this is like what's going on right exactly Anyway, off it's topic. funny because a lot of times they'll have clears. You're like, oh no, you got to put that away, and you're like, I can't. I, there's nothing I can do about <laughs> it. They're sorry. Just go, and they're it's like milk. they look like big balloons. Like they're huge and hard. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, they were spectacular. They still yes. look great. Thank so you. That's they're good. normal that's now. Good. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think that it's you know what you're saying is is so true, and it speaks to me because I am basically going through this right now. How with, long have you guys been together? We've been dating for a few months. Okay. Not that long, but I mean, neither one of us is looking to get married or anything like that, but we, okay. you know, like each other a lot and we are only seeing each other, you know, one another and you had it. a conversation about exclusivity. Absolutely. Okay. You know? Are you and boyfriend, so, girlfriend? Have you had that conversation? Yeah, but I don't like those words. I say he's my man mate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, I know it's weird. It's a weird word. And like, like I know. I don't At like this it. age. It's just, it just weird. sounds like I make totally, but a boy. it also, or, and rather, and it's also important to know that line. Yes, because absolutely. having an understanding of where you stand and a, and the status is an essential when it comes to dating. Yes, and I, to be honest, I wasn't looking for that, and I didn't think that would happen or could happen to me. And like, like I would meet someone like huh. that and you was, would just be yeah, taken. I'm like, mm, no, huh. not not for me. So and what I really, I I think it's I think it was really just we have a lot in common. But we have kids the same age. Yeah. Um, we are the same age. We have a lot in common, but we have a lot of things that are different as well. Okay. So he has his own thing going on. He goes to work six days a week. I do my own thing. And it's nice to come together at the end of the day and just like talk about our days. And they're completely, uh, completely different. Yeah. He gets up really early. I try not to if I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> so when you said you have to have a different, I mean, our lifestyles are different, but we have so many that, so much of it that it is parallel and and 
Okay. When it comes to lifestyles being different, it's okay as long as you, there is an understanding and appreciation of the other person's lifestyle, that it's not something that gets in your way. Right. Um, It's more of the lifestyles being different in terms of, I want to retire in 10 years and you want to retire in 30. Right. And when you retire in 10 years, you want to go travel the world in a bus. (laughs) And I don't want to do that. So- it's those kinds of things, and that might sound extreme, and that also is the reality with a lot. I mean, I was engaged to a guy who's Finnish, and he loved the idea of going back to Finland and traveling in a van again across the country for much of the year, and our kid would, like, be on the bus with us, and that is not what we, I imagined you can't give up as exactly a life. what you you can't give up what you want in right. life for another human being. Yes. You have so, to go your own path. So that is, you know, something. But if it is a lifestyle where he wakes up early and you wake up late, big deal. As long as that's a fit and he's not looking at you like Brandy, you are so fucking lazy for no. sleeping in. <laughs> and like and I really do wake up at six most of the time with the kids. Know, but right? that's the reality. He's up at four and I'm like Oh my God, that's just whoa. Too much. Yeah, I mean it's, too much. it's I mean no. I'm like as long as you don't mind that I'm staying put here for a few more hours that's cool it's looking at your core values and if they're not the same they at least need to be complementary no they are i mean i think they are and i think it's mostly because he has two children that he absolutely adores and he's such a great dad what's the best thing you've ever bought for three dollars and 99 cents well i bought CISO. CISO has a nearly endless supply of top shelf comedy literally months worth of exclusive originals face-melting stand-up, next day, late night, and great catalog of classics. CISO, spelled S-E-E-S-O, is the new ad-free, very important, streaming service bringing you hilarious original series, hand-picked classics, weeks of stand-up specials, and more. You can have bingeable comedy anytime and anywhere with CISO. Every episode of SNL ever, including new episodes the day after they air, you have The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. You have Late Night with Seth Meyers. And these are all the day after they air. And, of course, they have classics like 30 Rock, Parks and Recreation, and one of my favorites, Saved by the Bell. Even British comedies like The Original Office with Ricky Gervais. The entire Monty Python catalog, The IT Crowd, and Steve Coogan as Alan Partridge. Discover the next big names in comedy and watch the icons before they made it big. Like Louis C.K. when he had hair back in the Dizzy, Hannibal Burris, Chelsea Peretti, Amy Schumer, we all know who that is, Bo Burnham, and so many more. Critically acclaimed originals and exclusive content like Harmon Quest and Take My Wife. If you're serious about comedy, you have to go try CISO. Stream it anytime, anywhere, on virtually any device. CISO is ad-free and just $3.99 per month. That's less than you paid for that latte or artisan cold brewed coffee you're holding in your hand right this moment. And for my listeners, right now you can try CISO for free for two months. You just have to use promo code PODCAST1 at checkout. So go to CISO.com right now to sign up for two free months with promo code PODCAST1 at checkout. That's CISO.com promo code promo promo code podcast one so what about traditions and things have you guys i mean especially one of the things that i love on the new year is to have a conversation of 
goals or intentions moving forward. So New Year's Eve or New Year's morning before any drinking or anything happens, having just a real clear conversation of looking back on the last year and thinking about what you're really proud of, things that you would have liked to do differently, and then moving forward, how you see your life being and changes you'd like to make. And as an individual, as a business, and then as a couple. Well, we have really, he's a very deep person and he he goes we have very long serious conversations all the time and it's it's great i enjoy them um so i I don't think there's any question in in regards to what we want for our future separately and possibly even together um and you know we talk about everything whether it be work or the kids or you know like what's coming up in january how busy i'm gonna be how you know like hopefully we can make time to see each other and it's i don't think that I think if you have open communication, which yes. we do, yeah. um, that I, I don't think we were going to need to have that conversation because we already know where we stand. But it's also fun to have that conversation. Like it's a check-in, yeah. right? I actually like to have monthly check-ins in relationships of how are we with our sex life? How are we with our communication? How are we with our <laughs> schedules? How are we with... And just go down the checklist of all of the different things. And even though it might sound a little bit rigid, it allows you to to not harbor any anger, insecurity, resentment, whatever, fear. You get everything out on the table in a non-emotional way. And that's the thing that's so hard about communication, especially voicing your needs, is the emotional part. You have to remove the emotion in order for it to be a productive conversation. Absolutely. I think that that's something that a lot of people, a lot of my friends struggle with. Like they just rather keep it in and they're going to implode. Yes. And I'm like, you have to say something. Or explode. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just like, you have to say, if I don't say what I'm feeling in the moment, I will go insane. Yes. And I also need resolution immediately. Yeah. Because if something, if somebody else that I'm arguing with goes away and won't like sit and talk about it and needs to think about it and have, I'm like, I build it up in my head and make it a bigger thing than it is. Yes. And you then I go on crazy. It, you start spiraling. Yeah. You get, I, yeah. It's a and, whole different story in my head yes. if I can't talk about it right then. And yeah. then then it just doesn't work. But voicing your needs is something that, I mean, you like to talk about things in the moment. And it's also essential that in the moment you do it in a proper way. <laughs> right. Yeah. In yeah. a way that is calm, focused, direct, assertive, yeah. but also sweet, authentic, and vulnerable. So you're able to be real and voice what it is that you need without layering on anxiety, fear, I should, you asshole, all right. of that stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm working on all of that. I'm getting better. But it, you know, it, it, it's hard. You know, same issues that I had last year when we were shooting Famously Single. Yeah. You know, I still have trust issues. You know, I think we, I don't think it's something that goes away very quickly. Immediately. Yeah. You know, in a few months of dating someone, I still in my head start to think, okay, oh, your battery died on your phone again. Like, and then I revert right. back to when that person was cheating on me because he pretended his of battery. Course. And like, I, you know, I can be my own worst enemy in that respect. And I tend to, sabotage and like get just geo. And that's the thing is being careful yeah. not to allow those triggers to actually set you off because if the battery died, well, what if the battery really did die? And you're yeah. like, uh-huh, asshole. And he's like, what the fuck, Brandy? Like my battery died and now you're blowing up over me on me and now you are the one who's starting this domino effect. So instead, it's making the decision to trust yeah. until proven otherwise, which is so hard so to do. Difficult. I've definitely, I know. I'm definitely guilty of letting things spiral out of control in my head and thinking one thing is something it's not. And, you know, but the good news is that 
you know, he recognizes that and yeah. he deals I with like it. I like that. Where yeah, he, can, he appreciates who you are instead of hating you for your what you're not. He appreciates you for what you are, even your quirky, crazy, <laughs> excitable yes. sides. Yes. That's like endearing. I I mean, I would, I would <laughs> like to put them on a damn shelf and not have that. I mean, trust me, I think we would all be a lot happier in our lives if we didn't have the issues that we have. Like, sure. I don't want the trust issues. I don't, listen, I wish I could just like poof and make them go away. But they're not going to poof and go away. No, it's they don't. It's staying in the relationship and it's about communication and being transparent. And transparency is also scary. It is. Like, what if they look in my phone? Are they going to see something that... Right. Well, if they're looking at your phone, number one, if they're looking for something, they're going to find if, it. Yes. Whether it exists or not. And yes. that's just, like, I'm very, like, here's the code to my phone. I'm not going to tell everyone else, but like, <laughs> this is the code to my phone. I'm not, I have nothing to hide. I'm very, like, you know, yes, I have guy friends that text me. Like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I would yeah. never cheat on anyone. That's just not who I am. But that said, you know, I, I feel like it's hard for me still not to to go crazy a little bit sometimes. It, it's hard for everyone. It's not yeah. just you. Because yeah. every single person has bat baggage. We've all had experiences. And even though we know that this is a different person, we still can't help ourselves but apply our old experience and emotion to the new person just because that is so deeply ingrained in who we I mean so for example I had to give a speech a couple of weeks ago to a high school group where oh. I was talking about how to like get out of your box and and how to be an entrepreneur and it was for um high risk high school students who just weren't in good places most right. of them come from bad areas and as I was driving over, I had an anxiety attack. Started oh crying. Like, Welcome to my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Like sobbing in my car, couldn't talk. And I thought, what the fuck is going on, Laurel? You're going to talk to some high school students. Right? Like just about yourself and about Get it, what's it. wrong with you. And then I realized I was bullied when I was in high school to the point where I was beat up. I had daily death threats. I was thrown in the trash can. I had not one friend You're for a very back. long time. You're having like it, – It's just so ingrained yeah. in like my muscles that – the, this is the first time I'm going back to high school, to a public high school. Was this your first panic attack? No. Oh, okay. I've, I And the other thing is I have panic attacks. Yeah, I so had a panic I. attack on stage once and I was actually removed from the stage. Oh, my because, God. <laughs> I had one here, oh which is fun. Oh, my God. Isn't it? God. For no it, reason. I know. It's just if something is off, if you're feeling a little emotionally weak that day, then it happens. And, and what I'm saying is it happens to all of us. Like, my panic attack going to talk to a bunch of high school students, they're not going to kick my ass. No. Even though that's but, what happened when I was in high school, they're not going to do it today. They don't make sense. It's, it's just... just it's personal thing. It's an emotional thing that's ingrained in who you are right now, and it's still coming out. So when we're being triggered by a new relationship, it's the same thing. It's an emotional response from something in the past that's coming out, and we're applying onto that situation. And it might sound crazy that we're acting this way, and we're saying this stupid shit, but that's what it is. Just like it was totally – it didn't make sense that I had an anxiety attack. I was literally the first time that he – the guy met my children – and I generally don't bring my children around guys ever. I like, just don't. I had a panic attack. I had to pull over. I was throwing up on the drive to his house. And then I'm there and I'm like, like all I could think of, like, I was like, don't say boyfriend. Don't say the word. Don't say the word. Don't say the word. And like, it was so crazy. And I'm walking around trying not to take my Xanax. Oh my God. Oh my and God. freaking out. And yeah. I, have, I have to take a pill because I, and even the pill wasn't helping. And I was 
Because I it was couldn't. so deeply Yeah, I think in it you. was just that yeah. I was meeting my kids. I'm meeting all of his friends. Oh, my God. It's all at once. Yeah. And I don't even know. And this is the first time I'm kids bringing my and kids. friends at the same time. We thought like a party environment would be oh, better. Oh, God. Because yeah. that's a lot of stressors because you have to be perfect for the friends. So you have to be on. I definitely was not. Okay. But, but the thought, right? You're going to be on for the friends and you have a certain personality that you put forth for the friends. And you also have a certain personality that you are with your kids. And that's probably a different, slightly different brandy than is what is yeah. seen publicly. Like the public consumption laurel is very different from the laurel with Finley. Right. So then when you're merging the two for the first time. Not, it was not pretty. Oh. Not pretty at all. <laughs> Yeah. How were your kids? How did they? Oh, kids loved it. They thought okay. it was a great, but they liked to tease me and they liked to get a reaction on me. Like, oh, mom has a boyfriend. Yeah. Mom. And then I'm like, don't uh, say that word. Uh, and then Mason's like, you think you're going to get married? I'm not ever getting married. Oh. <laughs> and then I had my friend, a girlfriend with me. Oh, so you had friends there too. I had you had one your support girlfriend, system. But it, it, okay. she wasn't not helpful. <laughs> it, it's okay. It was just like, she, she was like trying to talk to the kids and not say, don't tease your mom. And then we're in there and they're saying crazy things. Oish. And then we're meeting his kids. And it's it a was, lot. it was a nightmare. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't going to work. Can't do it. I can't yeah. be having a panic attack every time I'm around this person. So yeah. I, at that moment I thought this is done. But, the relationship. Yeah. Cause I just, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. And it's was not it's not done. <laughs> but see, that's what I like though about you being able to talk about that is we all experience this. Just because you're on TV and you're beautiful doesn't mean that you're perfect. Like there are we all suffer from the same anxiety, from the same insecurities, from the same oh god, the fear of judgment and screwing up and yeah. how we're perceived. And it's it, it all goes back to old stuff. Yep. I mean, when you were looking at that, what was what do you think it was that made you freak out? I I think it was having the weight of my children saying Oh, you like a guy. You've never liked a guy. Like, okay, who is so, this guy? So I think it's it was... more of them seeing mom with a new guy. And... Right. And me thinking, I don't want them to get hurt or think I'm with this guy. And this guy is very touchy-feely with me. And I'm not used to that, especially in front oh, of children. Oh, yeah. So I was, just in a complete, I was just completely uncomfortable across the yeah. board. And my kids now at this point, I know we have to wrap up, but give me a minute. At this point, they used to not want me to date. And now they're like, you should get a boyfriend because we're moving out and we're 18. <laughs> You're not moving out. <laughs> like, they have a plan. They're moving to grandma's house. Oh, my God. Like, what? They like the neighborhood. She cooks good. I'm like, You're not moving out. But now they're like pushing and they like this guy. And I'm like, oh, God, now if something bad happens, I'm not just going to hurt myself and someone else. And I'm going to hurt scary. my children. And, yeah. And that's where the anxiety came from. Yeah. Is the fear of your kids getting hurt again. Or attached. Yeah. God forbid, like we totally. don't talk and you know, we stop seeing each other. You yeah. know, it's just, it, there's a whole it's lot. It's a lot. It's a it lot. It is a lot. And <laughs> that's why the open communication and being totally just saying how you feel it's is important. essential. Yeah. Well, Laurel, <laughs> I love you. Thank you for being here. Thank and you for having me. I have an amazing Christmas. Thanks. And you too. I don't know. How can we That's find you it. on social media? Oh, um, at Dating Laurel on Twitter, Laurel House at Instagram, and on my website, laurelhouse.com. Well, congratulations. I love Thanks. talking to you. And I, I feel like I just had a therapy too. session. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we should do this like I monthly. Know. Really? <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I said Granville. That's not even my name. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. In order to feel comfortable that you're getting a fair price, you need pricing context. Information that empowers you to feel confident. With True Car, you'll see what other people in your local market paid for the car that you want. 
From there, you can connect with a local TrueCar certified dealer and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Using TrueCar, you can easily find the car that you want. TrueCar will show you what other people in your area paid for the car that you want, so now you know what a fair price is. This is competitive pricing offered to you only by a TrueCar certified dealer for an actual vehicle on their lot. It's pricing that you'll see before going to a dealership so you can feel confident when you show up. With TrueCar, you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick and easy buying experience. TrueCar customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with TrueCar certified dealers. TrueCar users can save an average of up to $3,000 off MSRP. So, when you're ready to buy that car, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience and just know that some features are not available in all states. Hey everybody, I'm Heather Dubrow. And I'm Dr. Terry Dubrow. Every Friday, check out my podcast, Heather Dubrow's World. We also have a brand new show, The Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig Show, every Tuesday. So don't forget, iTunes and Podcast One. Tune in to Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig on Tuesdays and Heather Dubrow's World every Friday. Thank you, Laurel House, so much for being here. We love you. Your boobs still look great. And you are smart, pretty, awesome, and all things great. Happy holidays, people. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.